and welcome back to the Fantasy Front Office Podcast for the week of February 19th, 2019. This week, we're going to go a little off book and off script with a different style of episode. This is a TGFBI mock draft. And now, entering your ears, your Fantasy Front Office. All of the rage today on Twitter was the reveal of everyone's place, everyone's position. So we're in the midst of a mock draft with six-man rotation. Phil and Todd are with me on the line. Pretty much the whole front office staff is in this mock, so most of us are in our positions. So Phil, I believe you had the third pick in the draft. What did you do? Yeah, um, our last uh, our last podcast we talked about outfield being so sh- uh, shallow as far as in a five outfielder league, and to try to attack that early. Um, I think JD Martinez is probably the second best hitter in all of baseball. Um, not to discount Mookie, but I really probably would take in JD second if I would have pulled the second slot. Wow. Uh, I wanted I wanted to go third um, specifically because I knew that I would get JD and easily would be able to make this happen the way that I need it to. So that's kind of where I was at. All right, Todd, you wound up with the seventh pick. Where did you fall with your first pick in this? Yeah, so kind of agreeing with Phil on that one. Uh, I like taking an outfielder in a 15-team league, five outfielder um, starting spots. And like I said in our outfield episode, I had Yelich ahead of Acuna, and I took Christian Yelich at the seventh spot. Nice, nice. So just so everybody knows, as you're listening, we are drafting live, so you will be hearing some horns and... All sorts of stuff because that is fan tracks. Yeah, things are going crazy. I can actually mute my horn so that you guys won't hear it. Well, I can do that too, but I, with only being a minute long clock, I kind of want a little heads up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah good, good call. I am going to turn mine back on now. All uh, right. I'm in what, the what did, 12th. What did you end up doing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the 12th slot. Um, I was gunning for Alex Bregman, but he was no longer on the board, was sniped uh, just before me. So I went Jose Altuve in the 12th spot, uh, pretty much locking down my second base. Um, So 13, Manny Machado went. What do you guys think? Well, considering he's in San Diego now, I think that's too early. Like, yeah, I, I know a, he's a solid agree. kid, but... Some projections are already having him capped power-wise at like 25 to 28 homers. Yeah, I saw that today too. That's kind of crazy. Well, I'm, I'm just going to recap from, from top to bottom so far. Obviously, Trout went one. Uh, Mookie went two. JD went three to myself. Um, Jose Ramirez. Uh, also, Cubby Knoll is in the draft. Uh, he went. Uh, he's second. I pulled it off, guys. I pulled oh, it off. What you got? <laughs> I pulled off the Altuve Goldschmidt turn. Yeah, that's that's going to be a hell of a team if you uh, can actually get that in the real draft. Right? So that's my goal at the 14th. So I had the 14th spot in the real league, and uh, that's my goal. Goldie Altuve would be awesome. Great way to start your team. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I went three. JD. Uh, Jose Ramirez went four. Uh, Max went five. Trey went six. Um, then we have Yelich, uh, Arenado, Acuna, Lindor, Bregman, and then Altuve so far. So this uh, it's only a one-minute clock, so we're not going to go over all the picks, but that's kind of the top first round so far. And I'm coming up here a second on my pick. What do you guys think about Baez where he went? Ugh, <laughs> not, not a fan. Um, The other turn, dude, Daniel pulled off the Judge Story turn yeah that's a hell of a turn dude yeah that's what the money's made is is on the turns like that when when you can pair take two guys together that complement each other the way that aaron judge and story do that's that's what wins drafts 
for sure. Harper just went um, seventh or wait, fifth pick in the second round, round 20. Wow. Freddie Freeman fell to what is that? Where are to we? Rise. 23rd? 22nd? Yeah. Wow. All right, Todd, where are you going? No, I was I was hoping to get Freeman or Verlander there. <laughs> so that kind of little thing where I have to go. I'm going to double up on the outfield spot. I'm going to Giancarlo Stanton. That's a, that's a nice pick. Nice. Yeah. That's a nice pick. I, I was looking at him, and I also see a couple of uh, – Starting pitchers that I think I think that's going to be my target here. If this goes the way that I think it will, I start myself off with somebody that is an elite bat, and then you know if I can get somebody that's a top ten, top eight um, pitcher on on the turn, I think that would be fabulous. So right now it's between Corey Kluber, Aaron Nola, and Blake Snell, and Kluber just went, making my decision a little bit easier. Wow. Yeah, because Stanton was pretty much the last big hitter um, in that range before I probably would have got the starting pitcher. So yeah, Stanton's going to put up some big numbers this year. I really like what you did there and now you've you've also drained the pool for outfield for everybody else so now everybody else is chasing two worse outfielders than what you have i really like what you did there another outfielder charlie blackman so now i'm pretty much because nola just went i'm pretty much locked into either blake snell or garrett cole why not Bo? well yeah well i mean i don't i don't <laughs> know if I'd be able to you got a few in between them, yes you know, honestly, honorable mention right here is Luis Severino. Um, but I think because of not just being one year and because of him winning me a championship last year in my home league, I'm going to go with Garrett Cole. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because a little previewed in next week when we do starting pitchers. But uh, I, Garrett Cole versus uh, Blake Snell was a really, really tough decision for me. Mm-hmm, ranking me those guys. I mean, it was a toss-up. Yeah, they're, they're in the same tier right next to each other, obviously. Yeah. Whit Merrifield is Ooh, taken by I was, James. Pick 29. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I wanted to go him there too, but at the same time, you know, you pair him with JD, and that's that's kind of the compliment that I was talking about with uh, yeah. Daniel earlier. Right. Oh boy, Rizzo Severino at the turn. Yep. Nice. I figured another pitcher or two would be taken before it got back to me, so that's why I had to make sure I got my pitcher on the first first go around. And so my next target, I'm going to do the exact same thing Todd just did, and I'm going to bleed that uh, that outfield pull a little drier. And I'm going to get my boy Starling Marte, who is being severely underdrafted for what he's been putting up wow, the last couple yeah. of years. Um, if you look at you know his uh, expected WOBA and things like that, I mean, he is... <clears throat> he's putting up extremely great numbers. And on top of that, you know, obviously he's stealing the bases too. So yeah, 20 homers, 33 stolen bases last season. I mean, you have to love it. Yeah. If he puts up anywhere close to that, um, I'm loving my team so far. Yeah. So my spot, I have two outfielders. I got two bats. Um, pro- I'm up next, probably looking at a pitcher. You have Kershaw, Bauer, Syndergaard, Carrasco. You're, you're going Bauer, aren't you? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy knew that one from a mile away. but Honestly, Walker Buehler might have been my choice there. I didn't see him until you actually picked. Yeah. On the, in, the, in that same exact tier, I think Walker Buehler could take a step forward and become like a bona fide ace this year. I, I wouldn't be sleeping on Carrasco either. Yes, He's yes. been really He's... quietly top of that second tier of starting pitchers yeah, for the last few years even scraping the bottom of the uh the top tier to be honest with you but i mean the way that the top tier works obviously is that there's the three or four that are just the the crazy monsters and then everybody else but yeah you're absolutely right he's been very consistently the last three years probably the top of the second tier i i'm pretty sure my algorithm has about five guys that are in the top tier five maybe six i'll need to double check that but it's it's crowded up top you're coming up here in a second chair what are you thinking Probably Bueller. I'm, I'm yeah. leaning yeah. Bueller because I need I need an ace. 
Carrasco's still sitting there. Yeah, if Cookie's there. I'm, you know, Kershaw's there, too. I, I know yeah. Kershaw has his warts at this point, but at pick 40, man, you were getting him in the first round last year and the year before. Or not, maybe not necessarily last year because of the back issues, but he still puts up, you know, the, the numbers. As long as he gets the innings, I think he's he's going to be just fine. Yeah, I'm not sold on him. That 90-mile-an-hour fastball, he gets lit up. I don't think he's really had much more than that for the last few years. Right. Granted, Patrick Corbin did the same thing, but fluke, I'm guessing? Yeah. All right. Correa, Bellinger, and Albies all off the board before me. Albies in the third round. (laughs) Even after last year. I'm not a with what happened there, but I mean, that is what it is. I hope that happens in my real draft. Yeah. <laughs> even, even the guys that's names chop city, Jason, AKA the huge Braves fan uh, said, I love Ozzy to death, but reach for him there to be honest. <laughs> so yeah. Second half was among the worst in baseball. He would know. Yeah. You know, it's a tough decision, 20... but gotta go Carrasco. Like, yeah, he's got... I, I think, I think you did the right thing. Yeah. That's what I would have done there too. Very, he's got the track record there. Right. Yeah, very, but, but again, obviously Bueller goes right after. So like, yeah, you're kind of, you're kind of splitting hairs if you want to go uh, the the crazy upside, but like potentially, you know, the bottom could season. fall out this year. Right. And just I mean, I mean, if you look at it, Luke Weaver last year or not last year, but the year before had a, a pretty good year. To of end course, the season. Dan took Dan. Kershaw. <laughs> yeah, well, no I mean, way he, he, he would have taken Bueller either if he was there. I'm sure Oh, I, I could have seen Daniel taking a Bueller Kershaw turn. That would be a crazy turn. Like you basically now, solidify the top party right. rotation right there. <laughs> Now he's looking at Chris Davis, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Adalberto Mondesi, Corbin, and Bogarts, and he went with K. Riss Davis. Where Kershaw Davis turn? Wow, I, I love that the safeness of Chris Davis and Clayton Kershaw the upside, and obviously he's a homer. But well, two forty seven average with uh, forty plus home runs, you can't pass that up. <laughs> I like this Chase Jason guy. <laughs> He's he put in the chat. He's going to hit 246 just to beep. Sorry, just to (laughs) mess with everyone. That one's going to be my first of the season. (laughs) But that's just funny to me. Adalberto Mondesi is off the board. Let's see. I was wondering where where Vlad was going to go. I hoped Vlad was going to fall to me there. Oh, boy. Oh, so many choices here. Hmm. Oh, the same guy that grabbed Javi is the guy that grabbed Mondesi. So you're telling me he's got a lot of floor. (laughs) (laughs) A very high variance team. Right. (laughs) This is uh, an interesting choice here, but... I love it. Uh, Yeah, Suarez right there. (laughs) I love it. The first closer taken. Finally. Pick 50. I don't know. Pretty normal-ish. Uh, that's right about his ADP. Yeah. I I was having to kind of flirt with that and be, mm, do I go there? Do I not? Now, the other question is, is uh, do you think Daniel, uh, do you think Corey Seager makes back to Daniel? Because you know he takes him if, he, if it does. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm interested to see how far Bogart, Bogarts falls here. You know, I might actually take him in a second if Goldie doesn't. Well, Gliber is there as well, still now, on the board. I got one more pick. I'm hoping yeah. Torres makes it. Because <laughs> he he is short sub eligible on fan tracks. So it's true. So you're second I would I would actually probably put him in second base. Um just because it's crazy to say, but we talked about how deep shortstop actually is. And second base yeah. is really shallow. True. Ooh, and he fell so to he you. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Xander, Xander just went. Yep. Lock in that second base there, Todd. There so so right here I'm up in, in two more picks, three more picks, and I'm thinking either Ooh. first baseman or, as crazy as it sounds, another outfielder or starting pitcher. You've got um, Clevenger, Strasburg, Matt Carpenter. 
could play that's, first or third. That's kind of why I was thinking Granky yeah, or Votto. And because of the two catcher, I don't want to be that guy. But you know, Gary Sanchez is there. True. Oh, Flaherty went off the board too. Andrew <laughs> <laughs> knew he wasn't going to make it back to me. Let's see. JT Rail Muto is the first catcher off the board, and he had to reach for that. Yeah, way down into his pocket. Uh, um, ADP you know, I, of 72, and he went at 57. I may be crazy, I may not be crazy, but Bryce Harper signs with the Phillies. That pick is amazing. Well, either way, Segura's better off in Philly than he was in Seattle. Yeah, that's a really good lineup. Uh, and he's already got Real Muto there. Right, right. I think a lot of people are sleeping on how well, or how, you know, how good that lineup actually could potentially be and some of these guys are not getting the, the boost like they could be now i know riamoto just kind of went early <laughs> all right what is james gonna do here Votto. that was the other thought in my head to be honest with you i was hoping he actually fell back to me all right three picks away phil what you thinking we're at the turn here chop city is gonna knock out a pair of them here this is when you got to get weird and look a little bit ahead and see guys Corey that, Seager. <laughs> that you're going to want that aren't going to be there on the next next go around and i might do something crazy here in a second oh cubby james is average pillow <laughs> all right lots of starting pitchers on the board here yeah, that's the other thing is I don't know if I can let Strasburg and, and Tyon and, and Grinky make it past me one more time. Yeah, you're you're yeah. starting to get into sketchy second, third, well, third tier starting pitchers here. Clevenger's there also. He, had he two is. Strikeouts last nope, he's gone. <laughs> okay. But I, mean, I really like that trio only one, too. Only one guy left, and I have three guys to choose from if I go that route. Ooh, hmm. I'm... I'm having to start looking at the outfield here. My infield is solid with Goldschmidt, Altuve, and Suarez anchoring Tommy that. Fams. Tommy, Tommy Fam Fams is gone. Went. He was another guy that I was thinking about. Um, you know what? Because of the, the stolen bases and the power upside, that's my pick. Will Ooh. Myers. Wow. Will Myers. I have I like a little it. bit. I, I mean, I have, you know, batting average security, like James was just talking about, the batting average pillow. Um, but... You know, I think with the stolen bases and with uh, the home runs that he can put up and the third base and outfield eligible, really like what what he's going to be able to do this year. Todd, what are you looking at here? Yeah, so right now, Strasburg, Grinky, and Talion are still on the board. So I'm probably going to grab one of those three because uh, that's really kind of... Oh, oh, Talion just went, Aguilar, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Grinky's, you know, always safe, but it's really hard to pass up on Strasburg. Uh, fifth round pick 67 will be mine, and I'm up next. True. I'm probably going to take him if he makes it. But, yep, he did. Scooter. Roll the dice, take Strasburg. Uh, kind of burned me last year, actually. And uh, the Invitational took him, I think, second round. So that didn't really pay off. But, I mean, I picked 67. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, he was going, what, top 30, top 40 last year? Like that's, yeah. the, that's the stuff that I'm talking about that you have to find at the draft table and just attack the spots where it doesn't make sense why they're not going in the same spot this year as last year. Yeah. Right, right. And that and is it, definitely understandable. Yeah, and the Caper 9 was still there. You know, it's just struggled yeah a couple really bad starts was injured on off but i mean at 67 i, I really like that so what we got jar up and a couple picks yeah. yeah this is getting a little interesting here do i leave yeah, talent start, on the board to, to or hmm, there goes grinky made my decision for me <laughs> <laughs> i was really contemplating him there yeah, there goes hanniger i really like hanniger this year oh when it was oh. sniped on trinan Ugh. That He's is your boy too from last year. I know. That was one guy that I picked right off the bat. 
Hmm. All right. Let's see. Things are kind of thin. I definitely like trying in uh, better at 70 than diets at 50 this year. And that's something I've kind of been noticing in drafts. Hmm. So many decisions here. See y'all on that, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I like it. Yeah, kind of jumped his ADP a little bit, but needed somebody in the outfield there. Well, and you need a little bit of power. I, I, I mean, the guy, is he's a solid contributor across the board. Justin Upton is the pick, guys. Um, sorry, we didn't actually say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots going on here, man. Trying to keep up with the chat and the picks and mm-hmm. trying to reorganize a strategy all on the fly. Yeah, that's what makes these kind of things crazy and interesting. Uh, the oh Mark uh, Herman Marquez. Marquez just went. Yep, yep. he was another uh, one I was willing 70, to. 74. Yeah, he was one I was willing to jump the ADP on. Um, man, Lorenzo Cain, Zach Wheeler, of course. Daniel. Lorenzo Cain actually went a couple of picks after his ADP, about seven or eight picks. Bender's um, still sitting there on the board. If he's still sitting there when I get there, obviously I don't think he's going to be. But I mean, it's going to be a no-brainer. I'm going to pick him immediately. Uh, ADP right? of 63, and we're already on pick 78. He's 15 picks past it. And if I didn't already have Suarez and Goldschmidt, he's oh man. I, I, honestly, that's when you drain the pool, though. Like that's what I was talking about earlier. That's that's a position where you drain the pool because first base is so shallow, anyways. You want to get everybody else to the point where you have a surplus and they have a negative, and that's when they're chasing it with the negative value later in the draft, and you're picking up extra value somewhere else instead. Right, and I'm gonna have to do that now. I mean, yeah, literally, Matt Carpenter, like, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good pick. I mean, it's like 20, MVP almost candidate picks after right yeah, pick 79. That's that's a really good value. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple guys on the board I really like right here. Uh, Fulty still on the board. Uh, David Dahl, a couple guys. Castellanos. Matt Chapman and Matt Olson at 90 and 91 uh, ADP, man. There's a tandem. Yeah, to be honest with you, um, there's a couple of guys I'm hoping for. Is Goldie in front of me? Yeah, I won't say then. <laughs> uh, Jose Barrios, he's a guy that's on the board still, and I think he's got ace potential. Clearly take a step ahead. David Price, you know, is a guy that's had been an ace before. Yeah, there's a, there's one guy I really want right here. Remar picks. I think well, I mean, you're, in front, you're, you're, in front, you're in front of me. You can definitely talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Nobody else is on this chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I love Donaldson at, at this point. Uh, be pick 85 if he makes it. Um, yeah, that's pretty here's, much. I mean, top 10 pick last year, and he's he's fully healthy going into camp. He's home back in Georgia, Atlanta. So, I mean, really, really like Donaldson. I got one more pick. Really good lineup as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was I honestly, the, the one thing that I wrote last year, and I know I talked about it a little bit, was uh, guys that were underdrafted or guys that were, you know, not being drafted right. He was being drafted in like the th- – 30s ish last year hold up hold up josh hater yeah does this guy know that that it's a save only league yeah i mean elite ratios but i mean that doesn't get you that as far as that's still not an sp either so yeah that's crazy (laughs) all right who is he let's see what he got all right so 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 the reason that i didn't want to say anything is because my boy joey gallo is on the board and i will be so enraged if these next two people take joey gallo so just just (laughs) be on the lookout for that one one guy left (laughs) Right. So the guy who took Hater has Verlander and Syndergaard in his uh, Let's go. Puig. Puig just it, went off the board. And wow. you got Gallo. Yeah. Yeah. Puig, go. Puig is a good pick there. Um, with the way that my team is set up, I have some stolen bases baked in already. I have a lot of power and I have a pretty decent average to cover that. Um, I really, really like... Uh, what my team is looking at now. I need to attack some starting pitching, though. You and me both. <laughs> Solid on offense. David Dahl at pick 89. Cubby. 
par for the course, yeah. Yeah. I think Miles Michaelis might be the guy for me right here. You know, he'll give you a Just nice a ERA and whip cushion that you can with. Need anything too special. The only other guy that I was thinking of, Madison Bumgarner, but he scares the hell out of me this year. <laughs> I'm not going to have any shares of him, I no, don't think. No, Fulte's another guy that, that, you know, maybe I should try to go with him if he makes it back to me. Jonathan VR just went. Yeah. I feel like that's a bit Stolen early. bases for days, man. No, that's really early. It's really early. Pick ninety. Pick ninety one. But it's not Adalberto Mondesi early. I mean, that's true. But the other thing is that Jonathan VR actually put up an entire full season of like elite production. Uh huh. That actually happened in real life, and I had him on my team. So I mean, like the, the other thing is, is Mondesi has had you know a, a good what month and a half of the season, but. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty like, much, yeah. If you're projecting that over the whole season, that's what Jonathan VR actually did a couple of years ago. Right. So, I mean, I don't know why the love fest is 50 picks different, but it, it is for whatever reason. Yeah, and I like him in Baltimore a lot, too, because they're going to let him run. And I probably had him in Milwaukee. It was just playing time. You know, they've always had a couple of guys there stealing some at bats. So he's going to get to play every day as much as he can at the Orioles, which you have to like. Travis so... Shaw, the third baseman for Milwaukee. So the crazy thing is, I just said that I wanted to go on a pitcher, but yeah. I honestly didn't think Matt Olson was going to make it back to me, and that's a lot more power. Oh, for sure. Go for it, man. And, uh, you know, bleeding out more of the first base pool. I'm not in love with any of the pitchers. The only one I can think of is Fulte. You know what? I am going to go Fulte just because he's so much... It's, it's a really great value yeah. where he's at. Oh, I, I like that pick a lot right there. 90, 93 when his ADP is 83. I, I'm not an ADP war, but at the same time, like, if you're getting basically an entire round discount on somebody, you have to jump on it. Man, Gallo Olsen could have been back-to-back power picks for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it comes down to that at the actual draft, like, this is a mock. I just want to see what my team turns out. But I... I I'm not a fan of some of the starting pitching after, you know, not very, not very far from now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, if, if we get, if we get too much deeper in and I don't have at least two or three already in the book, um, I'm going to have trouble uh, sleeping at night. All right, Todd, you're going to be up here in a second. What are you thinking? So right now I'm kind of debating between this. So yeah. So either a closer, I obviously I like Vasquez. He's right there or potentially Robles. Um, Cause my team's really slow to be honest with you. I have Yellish, but after that, I have Stanton, Torres, and Donaldson. So, um, you know, that might be the upside pick there. Um, the, oh, I'm on the clock, actually. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hope he makes it. Yeah, so I'm going to take Robles here. Um, you know, a guy still a little over 20 bases a year in the minors. And, you know, hopefully he has somewhat of the upside that Soto has. So, I mean, that's kind of an upside, some kind of speed, a little bit of power right there. <laughs> Rise just put, I should just post my cue in the chat. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the chat room is kind of lit. Same guy keeps getting lit up on both sides <laughs> of him with all of his cue getting sniped. So, yeah, this is uh, really interesting here. Picks away. I'm looking down the barrel of outfield pitcher this tandem, I believe. Oh, yeah, let's see. Hoping for Eddie Rosario and probably Michaelis. Yeah, that would be a nice little duo. Which one do you pick first, though? Probably Michaelis. I need. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to say. Yeah. SP there. I, I feel like you could find a, a decently similar outfielder like Conforto right. or even Brantley. Um, the other starting pitchers around here at this point. I mean, you got Carlos Martinez, who's not even throwing. Two Yikes. closers just came off the board. Brad Hand, Roberto Osuna. We are going Michaelis here. Feeler. I mean, AJ Pollock is still Robbie, on the board. Your boy Robbie Ray's there, too. I know. Uh, I, I don't want to try I, to talk you into it, but I mean, like, he was, no. he was everyone's darling last year, and, you know, he just... 
didn't do the same thing, but he could clearly put up the same numbers he did two years ago. I, I might pass on outfield here because Luis Castillo is still here on the board. Yeah, that's a good one too. He caught fire at the end of last year. Second half, made some corrections. Conforto, Pollock, Olsen all off the board. Rosaria went just before them. And here comes the outfield run. Oh boy, everybody going outfield. Well, that's why I was trying to get in on it early. Like, yeah. I have, I have four if I really need it. Yeah. <laughs> so I got three right now too. So. I've got one. Because <laughs> if I shift Will Myers to the outfield, I have, I have four. But if I shift Gallo and that's the other thing is in a, in a league like this you need position uh, flexibility mm-hmm. so i yeah. have gallo and will myers who can both play outfield and in you know True. corner infield another guy i'm looking at right now i don't think he's going to be here by the time i'm i'm you know, picking but max muncie He's going to be. And the guy who could uh, lead the league in stolen bases is Malik Smith. What are you going to say? Jose Peraza. Well, he's still there. He's in my queue, but I'm not going him. I'm going Luis Castillo here. Solidified that rotation. Carrasco, Michaelis, Castillo, all high end. And even with a little fluctuation in their norms, this could be really nice. Can we talk about the quiet strides that Jose Peraza made last year? Because at the beginning of uh, 2017, he was was not great at all and then well i mean people were talking about how bad of a bust he was and yada 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 and and you know he didn't really make it too much make them look bad so we'll say that uh, but you know he ended up having a really great year last year Almost, I, I was just comparing, you know, it looks pretty much like the same line that Gene Segura had, basically. Basically, 14 homers, 23 stolen bases, a 288 average. I, I mean, mean what, what's different? Uh, and, and so you put, him, you put him in the lineup with Puig now, also. Um, he, he lineup gets a little bit better with a, a year, maybe better year of Joey Votto. And I think that might be a good pick here in a second. Also still still in the queue. Uh, Max Muncy, still there. <laughs> My next pick won't be until late in round nine. So uh, just looking at the first base position, it's obviously uh, Muncy and Incursion are probably the last two guys, um, you know, around the top 10. So I'm going to go with Incursion uh, right here. Um, you know, still hit 32 homers last year, 252, 60 guy, and could get traded to a contender. You know, obviously Seattle's probably going to be looking to trade them, and they can't. So I, I think that's a pretty safe, you know, home run, uh, solid first base option at pick 114. Ah, I'm really wondering if Max Muncy actually makes it to me. Oh, man. Four picks away. Andrew might snipe you here with this pick. Oh, Randall. Wow. One step closer. Nelly Cruz is still on the board at 116 is where we're currently at. Yeah, he's another one of the guys that I was looking at for these next next picks. (laughs) I'm okay with that. And Max. Sorry. Beep number two. see really wasn't planning on very much else masahiro tanaka is a good pitcher around this area building a little bit better of a rotation the only other guy i can think of that i was really liking is the the jose peraza just kind of bleeding that shortstop uh, pool even though you know it's a little deeper uh, well you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go, I'm gonna go tanaka first and see if uh there you go peraza, peraza makes it back to me maybe i can start another starting pitcher run Ooh, <laughs> He James. So, I mean, it's just kind of the risk you take. If I would have taken him, I didn't really feel comfortable with any of the other pitchers around here either. David Peralta off the board just as I put him into my queue. Now, if Robbie Ray makes it back to me, I may take him because I have a solid cushion across my starters so far. And I'm saying this like a full round away with all of you in front of me. So, <laughs> I mean, the nice thing about Robbie Ray is that, um, you know, he struggled a lot last year, but still had 165 strikeouts. 123 innings so i mean the strikeouts are still there and it's just you know his last the last six or seven starts last year he really brought it all together I and mean, he's gone but 
<laughs> <He's gone>. he, <laughs> that's a guy kind of in this range uh pretty big drop off after him but all right so over here i'm looking um obviously malik smith kind of looks enticing but i don't think that's the route i'm gonna go i'm jumping my pick here a little bit but he's not gonna be here by the time i get back and that's andrew mccutcheon pick 123 um i don't care what his adp is i think he's clearly <laughs> a top 100 player i know that i've been talking about adp but other guys but you know I, i'm loading up on that phillies lineup I, I failed to mention him earlier when i talked about you know that improved lineup but He's part of that, and I think that that's going to be something where I really like, you know, really like what I've done with my team so far. I've, you know, up to five outfielders, um, three starting pitchers, uh, shortstop already full. I, I, I like what's going on. All right. Now, something just some conspiracy just popped up in the uh, chat room. Y'all watching this? Uh, Chop City Jason. Love this guy. Uh, Wilson Ramos will have a better year in New York. He's the best offensive catcher in baseball if he's healthy. Huh. Better I mean, than JT Real Muto. <laughs> but he's not Real Muto. <laughs> you think he's trolling? No. Uh, I he don't know. He seems pretty... <laughs> he's a truther. I don't know. It's real life. I mean, I, I'm not... Wilson Ramos had a damn good year, but... Well, okay. Ramos... It, Ever since he had his eyesight fixed, he had LASIK. Then he's he been on the up and up. Right. He's had, <laughs> so. he's had multiple injuries that have stunted him. And honestly, he's... Um, no. <laughs> no. Like, he's a he's a good grab, but not the best catcher. No, no, no. So a guy I really like this year, I uh, just took Tim Anderson. So I guess Torres will be my second baseman. But um, Anderson, 20 homers, 26 uh, stone bases. And that, I mean, you know, it's going to hit for a low average, but I mean, he still hit 240, so it's not too terrible. Uh, doesn't get on base a lot, so that's obviously a big hit on base leagues, but it's an average league. And I mean, my team needs stone bases, and you're still going to get popped with him. So that at pick 127, I, I really like Tim Anderson at shortstop. He's overall a really bad hitter, but he's yeah. the reason that you play fantasy baseball is because <laughs> you can get a guy that's like an actually bad hitter and get 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases and be like, mm, I'll take him. He's the shortstop version of Ian Desmond. And I end up with you guys a lot, but they're direct cheat codes. They're good at fancy baseball. And not so great at <laughs> real baseball, but you know. Now, what do yeah. you guys think of the Reds' recent announcement, which they were already experimenting with it last year, of Rysel Iglesias not being the everyday closer, but will be a high leverage guy? I mean, I don't hate it. That's smart baseball. It sucks for fantasy purposes, yeah. but yeah. I mean, they don't care about us anyway. So, I mean, they've, they've proven that with their closer strategy for years. I don't think I've, I've had one manager where I've been like, yes, you've, you've done the right thing ever. Gabe so, Kapler. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I might've lost for words with some of the things that these people do sometimes. And there's a lot of relief pitchers going off the board. So Wade Davis, show, Hey, show time, baby hitter only yes, one, 130, 132. 133? Yeah, 132, which it looks like his ADP is 128, 129, so a couple picks right after. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's Alex a monster offense. Now, if Carlos Martinez sits there another round and, he, and he's there for my next pick, Even that might be the Even with the news that came out What's, today? Yeah. I mean, my next, my next pick isn't for another, what, 16, 17 picks? Yeah, um, maybe. We're talking, we're talking pick 150. Uh, I mean, he is a flyer. You can definitely take that. He won't be throwing it, again until March 5th. Put it this way. I've seen the guy be a top five pitcher in the league. And if you're telling me that I can get him at pick 150 just because he's got a little bum shoulder today and potentially, you know, two weeks from now it could be perfectly fine. I'm going to have to take a flyer on that every time. Yeah. He just, he just went. Dan took him. Dan just took the two most low-hanging fruit. Oh, yeah. Both the guys that I was considering because their ADP was just unbelievable. 
Like we're we're you right. know three or four rounds past their ADP at this point. Yeah, Malik Smith is a guy I like at his uh, ADP too. All right, Jerry, what are you thinking? Oh, well, let's see. The outfield is ugly at this point. I'm going to reach a little bit for another starting. Ooh, Pavetta. I like. Going fishing a little. I love that tandem of Michaelis and Pavetta. You got the ratio pillow in Michaelis, and Pavetta can just go out and strike out whoever he wants. Carrasco, Michaelis, Castillo, Pavetta. That's a rotation. All right. So we got me coming up here in a second. I'm about. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Todd, you're up in yeah. two picks. Yeah, I got the two picks. I so was, I don't know how the hell I always skip you. <laughs> what you look? What you thinking here, Todd? Uh, probably need to add another strength pitcher. I just have Bauer and Strasburg right now. Um, really tempted to take Archer. Uh, ADP 129, we're at pick 144. Um, you know, you have J-Hap, Porcello, Freeland. It's kind of the top four. See, this is the area of starting pitching that just gets gross to me, where you really can't <laughs> differentiate any of these guys, and you can't tell me definitively that which one of these guys is going to have a better year. That's what becomes gross about it. They all just blend together. Yeah, I'm... I'm going to roll the dice. Hopefully Ray Cedarridge can get him right. Uh, Chris Archer. I mean, probably just have to go with the highest upside there. I, I'm surprised you didn't go with uh, Ian Desmond there. It was tempting. I mean, <laughs> he might make it back <laughs> that's to you, your though, boy. for real. I just really need pitching right now. That's kind of the spot that you know, I have three outfielders. I got my first baseman. So usually at this point, I do get Desmond. But I love the fact that he's playing every day in center field, too. Uh, he's a guy who kind of bounced around at you know, multiple positions last year. They're giving him center field every day. If it's the right decision, I don't know. But it's good for his stock so uh phil are you gonna be going with the colorado kid kyle freeland no um i'm not getting the starting pitcher right now honestly thinking about double dipping on uh, uh relievers and, and doing Ooh, kind of the same thing that i talked about earlier and start a, either start a run or create you know a hole because i see three or four of them that are still i consider elite um giles yates and kniebel are all right yep, there those are those are the three that i'm just looking at right off the top of my head let me go actually sort it by relievers yeah, that's pretty much it. And a- after that while. tier, yeah, after that tier, I mean, you know, if I can get those guys off the board and someone else starts chasing somebody else way early, that again, that just opens something up for me later. And and I love what Todd said earlier. At this point of the draft, if you have an outf- or three outfielders and a first baseman and a starting pitcher, you're pretty much exactly where you want to be. However, however it ends up lining out that way, that's kind of where you want to be because you don't want to be stuck like we talked about with those bottom feeder outfielders later in the game and i'm gonna go ken giles even though might not be yeah yeah and they're good <clears throat> they're just canable yeah so i mean i have three picks to see if i can get um get yates to to sit there for me goodness Oof. gracious willie adams and jesse winker double reach there wow I, think he's just, I, I really think that just is trolling us now because that's the same dude that was talking about wilson ramos is the, the best catcher in baseball yeah. i don't yeah. even know what the hell he's doing this can't be real but hey you know that that gets me back to my potential uh <laughs> kirby Yates. so we're to the point of talking validity of the mock here Come on, people. I mean, if you're in the 150s, get your guy, but it's kind of stupid to do stuff like that, I think. (laughs) And exactly what I want to happen. So now I have, you know, five pitchers total, and none of them are really going to kill me in any way. And and I can get some elite ratios. I think this is a pretty solid start. This is really what I want to do on draft day. All right, Goldie, you're up here in a few. Where are you deficient? Um, I mean... So I got my three starting pitchers, got three outfielders, got my first baseman. Uh, so not 
really any. I do need closers, but at this point, um, they've all kind of, after Yates, Knable, and Giles, they kind of all mesh together. Right. So kind of looking at, this might be a time to get Desmond. I mean, again, 2020 season last year, um, you know, and, and Carcione is getting pretty old. So having an extra first baseman would uh, be pretty nice. Yeah, pair him um, with Yelich, Stanton, and Robles there in your outfield. Yeah. Looking solid. Yeah, so that's probably going to be the pick. I'll slot him in, in the outfield um, up next. So hopefully he makes it. Andrew, are you going to snipe him here? Clock is ticking. No. The suspense. <laughs> Andrew, I'll just tell you my picks so you <laughs> take them anywhere. <laughs> oh, I just I literally just put him in my queue. Right. Search down. Now Andrew Heaney and UC Kikuchi are both off the board. Todd scores Ian Desmond. Phil Look- has to wait a, a year and a half for his next pick. <laughs> All right, let's see what we do here. Tandem looks good, so does that one. So now that we're past pick 150, it might be to the part of the draft where it slows down, and uh, I don't know if we should go much further because it's going to be a lot of deadness. Oh, glass now is just taken. I like Evaldi too in this range. Yeah. Pick 159. I had both of them queued up. See, and that's the thing is, I mean, Evaldi's uh, dice roll right now because what happens if uh, they sign Kimbrel back? I know they said they're not going to, but what if it's a one-year deal? Well, Evaldi was going to be a starter. Like, he's being to be a starter this year for them. Is that real life? That is real yeah. life. Yeah, one keep him in rotation. Yeah, the, the back end of the Red Sox bullpen is kind of a disaster. I mean, Keith Boy Yon Mancada still left on the board. Pass. Yeah, he may be on the board for a while. <laughs> yeah, if it's up to me, it would be. I'm going to bite the bullet. Yachty. Took me a catcher. I was actually looking at uh, Posey Yachty, these two picks. Yeah, I mean, that, you're basically doing the same thing that I tried to do with uh, the relievers. Right. It would have caused the scarcity of catcher, and uh, yeah, that would have been a really nice tandem. Danny Jansen, that was a reach. <sighs> I don't get Danny Jansen. But again, I mean, with, he, with he's got two catchers tool. going just a second ago, is it really a reach? Because, I mean, in a league like this, if you get stuck with two bad catchers, you are very deficient in that spot. But because that, you know, I'm I'm getting a guy like, God, I don't even know who I like around here. <laughs> let's say let's say I draft Miguel Cabrera and he, and he does a decent season or even, you know, right. not even great, but just, you know, a decent season. I think he's going to have a better year than Dane Jansen then. Eric Hosmer, Kyle Schwarber, like these guys, I think are gonna have better years than Danny Jansen. So I agree, uh, it's kind of a weird spot to take him. But two catcher leagues, you throw that stuff out the window. Yon Mankata, taken by Dan. Finally, see. Oh, and he took my boy Josh James. <laughs> he was queued up Man. next. This dude's All trying right. to steal my heart. Right. All right, so we got Jar in front of me right now. Jar's gonna be up uh, two pick or what's what next pick? All right, loading up that starting rotation. Unjin Ryu. I mean, when he's on the mound, he is solid. That's just the question of when he is on the mound. All right, Todd, what are you thinking here? So right here, um, kind of looking to add a nerd middle infielder. And uh, uh, ADP-wise, a little bit of a reach. But I think I'm going to go Paul DeYoung here. Um, Ooh, interesting. Another upside guy. Um, you know, missed about pretty much like a third of the season, but still hit 19 homers. Uh, doesn't really run a lot, but, you know, there's some reports that he might hit middle lineup, third or fourth, which I really like. Um, and a pretty good Cardinal lineup. So if he makes it, I'm going to take him here, have him be uh, a shortstop pairing of Anderson, and then I have Glaber at second. So I think it's a pretty solid up the middle group, but hopefully he makes it here. Got one more pick. I can see that. I can see that. Sweet. <clears throat> so I just took him. Pick 175. Wow. Byron Buxton went just before you. Wow. Wow. Ryan Braun. All right. Phil, what are you looking at here? Two picks away. Um, I think I'm looking at a pitcher. Um, 
Rich Hill, if you look at per inning basis, has you know, he's been kind of up and down. He had a bad start to the year, two years in a row, really, but ended strong. Um, nice ratios overall, uh, high strikeout rate. I think he's, if he makes it to me, I'm, I'm all over him. Kyle Schwarber's another guy, you know, huge upside potential or huge home run potential. Let's see. I got a couple of guys left. One more pick. See? Closer, closer. Yeah, a group of them coming off the board. Cole Hamels, finally. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I can do exactly what I was talking about and grab uh, Rich Hill. And then, so my other idea at this point, I have um, Ahmed Rosario, um, Miguel Cabrera, and John Gray paired with Kyle Schwarber in my queue. And I'm kind of going to toss a coin between them and see if, you know, what lands because... At this point, I could really use any of them. Uh, you know, like we just talked about a second ago, if Miguel Cabrera comes back and he does anything remotely good, you know, where are we at now in the draft? Almost pick 200. It's, it's kind of crazy not to. Adam Eaton, there's a name I don't see very often. Oh, Forrest Whitley. Yeah, this guy. Ramon <laughs> Reyes, really. Wow. Locked down to number five Padre outfield spot. <laughs> Yeah, this is making me weird about my spot in the order because I'm right next to this guy and he's just doing weird stuff. But I just hope it's something similar to what's actually happening. But like I said, at this point of a draft, I mean, you get your guy. You know, we're pick 180. Right. 12 rounds in, you start shooting your shot. I mean... Yeah, damn with ADP. That doesn't matter. (laughs) I mean, I don't... ADP doesn't know what your team looks like. Right. And Cubby just took John Gray, so I'm kind of at a coin flip at this point. Uh, like I said, Miguel Cabrera, Kyle Schwarber, and Ahmed Rosario. Looking at my team, I'm pretty safe across the board as far as hitting-wise. I think maybe I could use the safe power in the outfield. And so at that point, I'm going to go Kyle Schwarber. Solid. Now my average is going to suck, probably, because I don't have enough <laughs> to hold up Will Myers, Joey Gallo, and Kyle Schwarber. But it's not going to be the worst. Because, again, I have Starling Marte, Andrew McCutcheon, Gene Segura, and JD. Yeah, that's a little bit of a pillow. You'll probably be middle of the road on average. Towards the top in power, though. <laughs> this <laughs> is true. Well, uh, I should be right there. Goldschmidt, Altuve, Suarez, Matt Carpenter, Justin Upton, Shohei mm-hmm. Otani. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see what he'll do over a full season. Yeah, just uh, having to worry just, about the bat. Just hitting, yeah. Wow, Miguel Sano and Kyle Freeland. Off the board, finally, at pick 185. So my pick, I don't have any closers yet. So there's a bunch of guys that are kind of in limbo if they're going to close or not. But uh, the guy I really like is Jose Alvarado. Just He's going to give you really good ratios. Uh, 80 strikeouts last year had a really good... rookie year and he's their best pitcher he's gonna get late inning work obviously i think the rays are gonna not set a closer but you know i think he's their best reliever so i'm gonna take a shot on him all right this is looking interesting here i may actually go amid rosario here yeah i was thinking he's a really good pick because of the stolen base upside right and he'll be decent on average so it's not taking too big of a hit he'll luck into maybe a dozen home runs but 24 stolen bases last year probably upwards of 30 30 plus maybe and that'll help balance out out the uh, the power side of my <laughs> Dan. I swear if I get sniped on this next pick, I'm leaving. Somebody has got to pick Bartolo Colon here. Jesus Lozardo got picked. Eric Hosmer, Dallas Keuchel, Miguel Cabrera. Wow. And we're going to fill in my shortstop hole there with the Med Rosario. And that kind of points to uh, with Elvis Andrews still on the board. Uh, he's the guy I'm kind of down on this season. Uh, it was just terrible after he came back. Um, from the broken hand and he's getting sneaky old so. yeah i i did hear some discussion about him though uh with with it being was it his elbow or his hand 
Um, I, I think it might have been the elbow, which would impact your both power. And also when you're stealing bases, you can't be sliding out there with that elbow exposed like that. Nick Senzel now off the board. Jordan Hicks. Hunter Renfro. I was hoping he kind of fell to me. Brandon Nimmo. Let's see. Senzel is supposedly the starting center fielder, uh, or it's his job to lose. I like that pick a lot right there. Just shy of pick 200. Boy, I need outfield. Outfield, outfield, outfield. Everything else looks ugly in the outfield right now. You know what? I have enough cushion. I'm going to go there. Billy Hamilton, one of the running wild and free royals in 2019. All right, let's wrap after this 14th round here. Mock has been fun. Lots of interesting strategy going around. It's a lot of stolen bases really far in the draft. Yeah, between Rosario Hamilton. and Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I mean, you're looking 60, 70 stolen bases almost, possibly like that between Josh them. Bell pick too. Yeah. Oh yeah, pick two hundred four. Nice. Um, we got three first basemen, so kind of surprised <laughs> by that. But uh, yeah, just at this point, I need another corner infielder, and I mean, pick two hundred four, kind of like to bounce back. Nice, Phil. What you doing here? Well, oh, Elvis Andrus just. I was looking at board. him, honestly. <laughs> And then I was also looking at Carlos Santana. So the two guys that I was looking at just went off the board in front of me. Um, so I like Austin Meadows here. Interesting. You know, another guy I really actually like a lot is Jorge Polanco. He's been going way late in drafts. I'm not sure why. I'm going to go ahead and take him here and fill up that middle infield spot. Um, he's got power, stolen bases, <laughs> uh, decent average. James. James got his boy, Hampson. <laughs> I almost took him. Just, just to, you know, yeah. poke a rib. Oh, boy. All right, we are basically at the halfway point, gents. Well, hopefully, guys, you've uh, enjoyed this live mock commentary. But for now, we will sign off, and next week we'll be talking starting pitchers and... Probably we're going to be looking into our actual first two, maybe three rounds of the TGFBI. So until next week, go mock your hearts out. Huh.